0: Grace and Peace. Welcome to this episode of United We Pray. Taking racial struggles to the throne of grace, United We Pray is a podcast that calls for prayer about racial divisions in local churches. I'm one of the hosts, Isaac Adams, and I'm here with my sister, Trillian Newbell. Hello. What's up, Trill? Still in season two. How you doing?
1: Doing well. <laughs> How are you? Good
0: doing well. It's good to have you on, and we're just going to dive into this topic today uh, about racial reconciliation. We're going to even talk about that term, Um, but we're going to talk about the goal of it uh, and see if we can't just clarify a few things about the goal, because often uh, what helps in any uh, effort is knowing why you're doing it, uh, what you're doing it for, and what What's the end of that? You know, like it's like, why? What am I? What are we actually trying to do here? Uh, I just think definitions are helpful. So I think I've said it before, but so often this conversation can feel like we're in babble, like we're all trying to work on something are all speaking different languages yeah right? it's like yeah. what do we what do you mean by race and what do we mean by race and just one uh, thing for our listeners we had a good conversation with Matt Hall last season uh, and he we brought, we got into some definitions in that episode so if you want to check out season one the episode with Matt Hall who was I think he called himself Eeyore he were Tigger I was poo <laughs> but, <laughs> but we had more I don't remember that. who I was but that's yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. think you were Tigger but yeah so, so, check out that episode
1: yeah, well i th- I said we just jump in and define for us, so what do we mean by racial reconciliation and 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 honestly, well, I don't know why I, I preface by honestly, but um because
0: everything else you say is a lie here, true I know yeah. right <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> um, but we've seen or I have seen throughout the the, these last couple of years, different terms pop up. Some people don't even like the term racial reconciliation. And I've seen racial harmony. I've seen, um, I, I don't have them listed, but e- even things that don't have the word race in it. And so
0: mm-hmm.
1: so when we're thinking about um, racial reconciliation, it's probably good that we even maybe touch on that. What do we mean? And why why can we even use that term?
0: Yeah. No, that's a great question. You know, I'm not wed to it. I think people have uh people have brought up all sorts of different terms for all sorts of different reasons. So I really appreciate you teasing that out. I've heard of racial conciliation. So it's not reconciling work because uh to be reconciled there had to be something there in the first place. I've heard that argued. Uh and I think I heard Leon's Crump kinda of say this on a panel at the front porch conference and uh Leon's kind of, that that conversation was brought up, and Leon's just kind of said sheepishly, but jokingly, he was like, but there was conciliation in the Garden, uh, mm. in the Garden of Eden he was talking about. So yes, maybe not between even historic people groups has there been this conciliation, but we're talking about, Lord willing, is a deeper theological term here. So I'm just going to use reconciliation just because it's, uh, it's a term a lot of people are familiar with, but I'm not wed to it for that reason, and I can see reasons, better reasons to use it, Reasons uh, to not use it. And plus, uh, I'm going to steal someone else's definition, so that helps me here. Okay, well, go ahead and
1: define it (laughs) then.
0: (laughs) I'm going to just read from Jarvis Williams' uh, book, One New Man, The Cross and Racial Reconciliation. Uh, And he defines it in his book as this. uh, Humanity's relationship with God and with fellow humans is broken because of the sin introduced into God's good creation through the disobedience of Adam and Eve, so the garden. As a result of sin... Every relationship needs to be restored to the original state in which God intended before sin entered the creation. All races, not just blacks and whites, scattered throughout the entire world need to be reconciled first to God and second to one another because of the universal impact of sin. This restoration is called reconciliation. And as it relates to the restoration of broken relationships between different races, it refers to racial reconciliation. I think that's just a good outworking term. Of course, more could be said, maybe less could be said. uh, But I thought that was a good, just like, what are we actually talking about just because it's thrown around so much? Any thoughts on that definition, True?
1: Yes. um, For our purposes and for really anyone's purpose in the church, I think it's really important that we look back to the scriptures. And so the word of God um, is where we where we will get that term reconciliation, that we were first right. reconciled. Yes. And so I think I think focusing there that we um, have sinned first, well, well, we've sinned ultimately against God, and we need to be reconciled to him. And then by the finished work of the cross, we can be reconciled to one another. I think that's in essential i also think that um we aren't living out the reality of what's already been accomplished i think i say this often uh, it's been accomplished our reconciliation through right. the through the work of jesus in ephesians 2 but we aren't right. or, or it's uh spoken about in ephesians 2 written about but we don't we're not living that reality and so that's right. why there's work to be done
0: right. because we're not living it perfectly
1: No. Yeah. We're not living in it perfectly. And in some cases, we're not living in it at all. (laughs)
0: That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And I appreciate you saying that because it's what we're dealing with. This isn't just like, oh, this nice term reconciliation. This is a this is a God word. This is this is what he used to describe how he's brought us back into relationship with him. Uh, And prime and one kind of the primary kind of metaphor metaphors and actualities of what happened on the cross. So we can talk about justification. We could talk about reconciliation. We can talk about these different things. Uh, so there's some legwork on that. Any listeners, welcome to tweet us about that later on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, but Trill, Trill, what's the goal then? So it's nice we actually kind of at least have a working definition. But what's, what's the goal then? And maybe it's helpful to start with what the goal isn't. Because I think there's some confusion about that. Any thoughts about what the goal isn't?
1: Yeah. Well, I, you, 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 with before, which our listeners don't get to enjoy is our conversations before, <laughs> before we hit record. And you brought up something. That's because it
0: takes us like 15 minutes to find the recording. I know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's a mess.
0: So but they why- need to know Carl's not even here right now. Like we're doing I know. We're recording <laughs> without, like we have the training wheels off. <laughs> Like we got like the pull up diapers right now. Like we're, do, we're we're making steps right now, y'all.
1: It's amazing. Come on now,
0: come yes. on, come on, somebody.
1: Um. No, well, I want to ask you what you said again because I I can't. Yeah. So, do you mind if I throw it back to you? What? Um. Okay. So it's back. Throw.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I welcome. I welcome it back. Two. I have two two thoughts. Um. Uh. I think number one, the goal isn't just diversity. Yes. Uh you know, I'll hear people say this, you know, they'll look at a, a football game. Let's take Justin Timberlake's halftime show. And they'll be like, like, see how diverse it is? Uh, you know. Um, but what we're not just talking about is kind of things you can see with the eye. Like rarely is it that when we're talking about uh the work of the kingdom. Like things, oh, that we can see and chart out. And it's like, oh, this is not um we're not just a college brochure trying to be in our churches. Like, hey, look at like, hey, we have one of these and three of these and two of them, you know. And sadly, I think sometimes that's the language we use, and even denominational entities talk about like we have so many ethnics and things like that. Um, and you know, people will go for this. People go to Revelation, you know, seven and nine and. I'm all for that. As you were saying, go to the scriptures, go to the book. Um, But I think Piper makes this point in Bloodlines. I think it's a good point. You know, heaven is diverse. Yes and amen. And we would love our churches to look like that. But hell is really diverse, too. and That was a striking point for me. It was like, yeah, it can't just be that. Um, And the other goal, I think, is uh, not just appeasing people. Uh, and before I jump into that, I forgot. There is a, a, Jarvis has another good quote I want to read uh, about just apparent diversity uh, that I think is useful. Um, he says, many Christians and Christian organizations have affirmed either consciously or subconsciously a secular model of race relations. College brochure. Uh, many Christians equate racial diversity with racial reconciliation. So they conclude if racial diversity is present, then racial reconciliation must be present as well. Uh, And then he talks about his own background. And he says, uh, you know, I'm thankful for racial diversity, praise the Lord, but I strongly disagree that ethnic diversity is the same as racial reconciliation. The former does not guarantee the latter and the presence of racial diversity in a particular sociological, ecclesiological or educational context does not mean that racial reconciliation exists. I thought that was just a a good way to say it. Uh, And I'll get into that later.
1: Well, uh, yeah. Well, I was just thinking. Um, I have been asked often. Um, okay, so so what you're saying is, is I should pursue people who are not like me, and and isn't that right?
0: Like, right. Like
1: a quota, <laughs> you know. And and I and and won't it be like I'm? You know, it's not real and and I say to him well it's fake if it's fake so if, so if your heart hasn't been transformed by the gospel if you don't love your neighbor as yourself then yes pursuing those who are not like you is nothing but for a face nothing but for looks and it's not it's not true reconciliation is is a restoration it's a it's a, it's it's something that is um bringing in in Yeah. Restoration is the uh, term I I just I think is a a really good term for it. So if if you are if you are pursuing in your in your relationships or in the church reconciliation to, to to check it off, then you aren't walking in love. You are just building quotas and it is not going to result in racial reconciliation. It it will you might have a a diverse looking church, but, but I really think, um, part of racial reconciliation, you asked me, what, what is it? What is it? Is a, um, to be restored, we have to know that something is, is broken, that there has been something that's been wronged. And so I think, so I think that, um, a a reckon is reckon. What's the word I'm looking for? A recognition. For? What's maybe? the word I'm looking for? A There it
0: is. There it is. There a it
1: recognition. Is. It's
0: still there. <laughs>
1: I need all the help I can get. A recognition of of where we where we might be wrong, where we've had bias, where where we might be walking in our our privilege, where we might be struggling to understand and then Pressing in into those, so that you are uh, there's repentance where repentance is needed. There's genuine love. Um, there's a transformation in the heart, uh, because we've all, if if we live in a broken world, all of our relationships in some way have been broken, or are broken, and so we need to. I think recognizing this and 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 speaking about it when and where possible and, and appropriate. So, so I, I think, I think you're exactly right that we can get into a, um, here's another example. I prayed in my last church uh, for diversity and I, I pray constantly for diversity because I do want um, the church to reflect that last days. And I yeah. love yeah, diversity. I so I pray for it, and what the Lord did in my last church is He brought me friends that that as I as we continue to know get to know one another became the dearest of friends, and I realized, oh no, we're sisters. We're sisters in Christ, and we have a bond that is beyond just this surface level fringe. You know, we acquaintance kind of but there is a there's a love a genuine love there
0: amen amen no that's right thank you for sharing that And you're you're i have one more thing that reconciliation is not and then you're 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 setting our answer up so well so thank you uh because it reminds me of what paul said in romans 12 just a preview of what i'll say is let love be genuine you know he says that to christians Toward one another. And Paul in Ephesians 2, he said, or in Ephesians, he's saying, you know, I've heard to this church, this mixed congregation of Jew and Gentile, he's like, I've heard of your love for one another. Like, Paul is about this. It's not like this is. And so, so what. What the goal isn't is just appeasing people. And I think sometimes folks feel like it is, um, that it's like, okay, yeah, we're just trying to hit this quota. And this is why people often don't want to talk about this, uh, is because they have a worldly category for this. They're thinking diversity day at work or whatever this is. Uh, and that's not what this is. This is relates to God and his people being one as he is one which is what Jesus prayed uh, in John 17 and what Paul was looking for. And that unity, if it's not there, then brings into question about, okay, well, you know, it lies about God. If, if, if we're divided, then we're teaching people that Christ is divided. Uh, and that's a, that's a heavy thing. So to get to what the goal is before we uh, start praying, Trill, you were just saying, you were teeing it up so perfectly. I do think it's that God-glorifying love for others,
1: yeah, I was just going to say, I really think if we need to understand the doctrine of adoption, if we can understand the family of God and what it means to be heirs with Christ and that we are children of God and that we are fellow heirs, then I, I think for 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 our purposes, for the church who we are talking to, <laughs> I think it transforms this conversation and the pursuit The pursuit of one another that we see that we that this is beyond just it's not about numbers. It's not about look. It is about people made in the image of God and that God is he's bought and and he's brought into a family. And and so like a a lot of broken families, we want to be um, restored to one another, which only comes through love, which you were just talking about. Um, and loving your neighbor as yourself is a death it's a death to self
0: <laughs> yep yeah. amen amen uh Jarvis says it like this again in this book one new man the cross and racial reconciliation he says because of Jesus vicarious death for all ethnic groups it calls christians to love serve minister to and embrace their brothers and sisters so exactly what what you're talking about we're brought into the same family in Christ regardless of their ethnicity and I think there's just two two thoughts on this uh it, this means that this kind of racial reconciliation or conciliate, conciliation whatever term is cool right now and is a hashtag whatever uh yeah it's harmony whatever i mean it, i don't really care about like the term itself i care about that work uh though you know ideas are ideas are important and i understand they inform how we work anyway uh but that one uh this can't be measured right? This is messy because we're dealing with people. Uh, and I think oftentimes we just so want to walk by sight and be like, okay, my life is 94% racially reconciled. I'm good. And it just means that I just don't think we can put metrics on love. Like, tell me the percentage of love you have for your kids today. And it's just like, this is just not how we work. And the other thing is, I think this means that this can't be done overnight, uh, this work. So I think a lot of some people look at it and they're like, I want to fix it. There's a problem. I want to fix it. And uh, it was John Perkins, uh, who I think it was in Divided by Faith. I saw this quote, but he just said, simple quote, that racial reconciliation is a lifestyle, not an event. And I think, oh, and I was just like, that is so true. So if anyone's trying to get on this highway and then they're looking for the off ramp after a couple miles, uh, I'm sorry, I don't think that exists till heaven. (laughs) Like, It's just... uh, uh, that's what it is. And I think what you were talking about is so helpful about, you know, faking it because you can fake it. You know, people say, you know, fake it till you make it. You can fake it for a little bit, but people know pretty soon is like, you're a fake friend. Like this is not a real friendship. I'm a project, not a peer. Uh, And yeah, we just have to have that mindset of like, this is about faithfulness, about hearing well done, my good and faithful servant. Um, so I don't know. I pray that that's helpful. And Trill, you were talking about your prayer, uh you were talking about your prayer life earlier. Convicting for me. Uh so, <laughs> so why don't we pray? Why don't we do this? Uh I'll begin and um then you then you pray and that'll be this episode. I'm gonna read and I and I'm gonna read uh First Corinthians thirteen, because so often this passage is at weddings and all that, but this is really a I mean it's ultimately about how Christians treated one another in their their churches. Yep. Yep. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. As for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. Father, we hear the, your word. Uh, Father, it comes to my mind how often I fall short of that, how I don't even pray as I ought, uh, Lord, about these matters, uh, how I certainly don't love as I ought. Lord, we pray that you would help us in our congregations, Father. Pray that those listening would be helped to love, those, love the other, Father, in their churches, that they would seek that person out, that they would seek that person out in their community, Father, Father I pray that we would rejoice with the truth. As Trillia was saying, we don't we don't want an ignorant kind of love. We want a love that is informed with the truth that we would seek the truth out about these matters so that we might better love others. Not so that people can look at us and say, "Look at how diverse they are. Look at what they're doing." Uh Father, not uh not so to simply appease someone to to get them to stop talking about this issue, but to truly see how we can love our family in Christ, to truly see others as our brothers and sisters who were bought with the highest of prices. God, I pray that churches would be built up in unity because of even this conversation. Uh, Father, that uh, diversity would not be informed by the world's categories, but by your word. That people would see that the scriptures are sufficient for all matters pertaining to life and godliness, including these difficult matters. Father, I pray that people would be patient in this reconciling work. As your word says, love is patient, that they wouldn't try to fix it overnight, Father, that if they've been laboring for a long time, Lord, that you would provide wisdom as to when to take seasons of retreat and refreshment. Father, we know we can't bring heaven here on earth, so I pray that people would be able to see that even if what you have called them to is only to push the battle line forward an inch, that that inch is progress and good work to undertake because it comes from you. And every good and perfect gift comes from you. We thank you for that, Lord. We, we ask that you would help us to see you in these issues, that this would not just be a matter of talking about whatever the world defines diversity, love, and reconciliation as, but to see, Father, that there's so much to praise you about for in this conversation. So often we're bogged down with the difficulty of it, but Lord, let us see the diversity that exists with, even within your person's. Let us be awed by that, that you made us in your image and that we have play a role in reflecting you, however broken, Father. Lord, we need your help, and so we pray. We can talk all day, we can read all day, but we pray because we need your help, and we ask for it in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. Lord, um, your word says that love bears all things. So God, um, right now I imagine there are People who have struggled to um, with love in burying all things in regards to race and racial reconciliation. Um, that there have been people who have have uh, been quick to speak, Lord, and slow to listen. <laughs> that there have been people who have uh, made assumptions about others because of their ethnicity that there have been people who don't understand the pain, why can't we just get over it, et cetera. Lord, um, that there have been people who have wronged others because of their lack of understanding and lack of grace. And so, God, I just pray if there's someone who's convicted, Lord, that right now you say it's your kindness that, um, that, that, leads us to repentance, and that they would they would repent, God, that they would turn, Lord, and that they would learn to bear all things with their brothers and their sisters. Um, and for those who have been wronged, that they would learn to bear all things with their brothers and sisters, and that we would walk in forgiveness, God. It is hard. And we, we confess this, that it is hard. Being restored to one another is hard, but you tell us to go and be reconciled. So Lord, I pray that we would, if there are broken relationships or or there are places that need restoration because of this topic, God I pray that you would give wisdom and grace, strength and humility to go and be reconciled, that we would not allow ethnicity, um, race, whatever we want to call it, to be what divides us as the people of God. So Lord, we need your help. We need your grace in order to make that happen. So God, we ask you for that. We ask you that we would be people who would be quick to reconcile because we know one we know the end and two we have the power in the holy spirit god so lord i pray that we would lean on that grace and power um to to turn and and to to do what only um you can do in our in our hearts and and help us to be reconciled and repent lord i pray that we would love one another god that you would enable churches um to be filled with people who look at one another as brothers and sisters in Christ and our love that there's a genuine love, a love that we have read about in 1 Corinthians, God, a love that is um, unique. You you say that people out there, every people who are looking in will know that we are your disciples because of our love for one another. So God, I pray that we would have a radical love that produces in others an awe and of you, <laughs> that they would be in awe. There's something unique. There's something different. And we could proclaim it's because of Jesus Christ. So Lord, we do not proclaim ourselves. We proclaim you. And we pray that we would, through this beautiful reconciliation that you have done, you have accomplished Um, first reconciling us to you and then reconciling us to one another. We pray that we would live and walk out this reality. Lord, thank you so much for my brother, Isaac, for this time before you that we could come, that Jesus, you're interceding for your own right now. We thank you. What an awesome God you are. You are good. You are awesome. Yes, and so we, we worship you in this time and in this prayer, and it's in Jesus' name we pray, amen.
0: Amen. Thank you, sis. Thank you, sis. Always a joy to go to the throne of grace uh, with you and with whoever's listening and praying alongside us. Uh, you've been listening to United We Pray. You can follow us on Twitter at PrayPod. You can email us at PrayPod at gmail.com. You can go to our website, PrayPod.com. You can see Trillia a Trillia Newbell, on all her various platforms. Uh, you can follow me at Isaac Adams. Uh, This is where Carl always reminds me of what I'm supposed to say. I think I said it all, but hey, uh, there it is. uh, Whatever else is missing. When in
1: doubt, look at the show notes.
0: (laughs) When in doubt, look at the show notes. There it is. It'll all be cleaned up and cleaned up there. But we pray that you've been encouraged by this time. Thank you for joining us. Grace and peace. The Lord in prayer.